Welcome to the Lark Blogcast, a written exploration of God's scandalous grace. Read aloud for those who don't have time or don't like to read, so you can listen and be encouraged as you go. I'm your host, Jameson Allen. Today I'm reading Jesus is Our Union with God, written by me. The next day, John the baptizer saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 1.29 NRSV There's a startling misunderstanding about if and how people can live in union with God. The modern Christian vision of union with God is often a two-way street marked by conditions and determination. More often than not, conversations about Jesus conjure up anxious feelings instead of assurance of acceptance. Mention the concept of abiding, and you will be handed a list of things faithful people do. Bring up worship, and the never-ending pursuit of authenticity will rise to the surface. Talk about discipleship for more than a few minutes, and something is bound to be measured or mapped for multiplication. Faith as Adventure While many people walk the life of faith on the tightrope of religion, the story of Jesus in the Bible shows that faith is a journey that starts out accomplished. It is a life lived from freedom, not toward it. Jesus handed us his Olympic gold medal, not a pair of new shoes and a training program, not even a baton and a great head start. But you might be asking, How do we stay in union with God? To that, I say, how do you stop being human? How do you stop needing oxygen? How can you possibly crawl back into your mother's womb and cease to be? Jesus Christ is not a great example to follow, a supplement to enhance your humanity, a lights-out motivational speaker to get you pumped, or an inspirational leader worth dying for. He's the firstborn of a new creation, raised to life after death. Jesus as our union, not our leader. This means that, in the words of C. Baxter Kruger, quote, Jesus is our union with God, end quote. Jesus himself, not a contract. Jesus himself, not a list of commands. Jesus himself, not our comprehension of him, his words, or his achievements. Jesus himself. Jesus himself. Just Jesus. Jesus is and has always been our union with God. So, to trust in Jesus is to trust not in your toil. To trust Jesus is to lean not on your own understanding. To trust Jesus is to trust not in your progressive reformation, your ability to be good, do better, make the world right, or help others do the same. This means all your human effort is freed from the anxious motivation to grow in holiness. You can finally enjoy your holiness as you eat with friends Take care of your family, help the helpless, go to work, watch a movie, and go to sleep. Give God thanks, not toil. 
So rejoice that the life Jesus has called you to is an accomplished one. You've been adopted into the life of the living God and do not have to work to inherit his home. He has unalterably given all of himself to you. Rejoice that Jesus didn't make religion more stringent, but instead rendered it obsolete by revealing his own heart beating within your chest. Rejoice that the life Jesus expects you to live isn't one loaded with purer morals or progressive improvement, but with the command to see and believe that the sin of the world has been taken away by the Lamb of God. The Gospel of John is written, quote, So that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in His name, end quote. John 20, 31, NRSV. Rejoice, believe, raise a glass and spread the good news. Hey, thanks for listening to the Lark Blogcast. Leave us a review and subscribe for more encouraging content on the regular. If you'd like to dive deeper into the conversation about God's scandalous grace, reach out to us at larksite.com. We'd love to hear your story and your questions. Cheers. Cheers.